Warning, every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the review, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 21. Yeah. Ooh, 21. It's old enough to drink. Yeah. Poor thing. It's going to ruin its life. <laughs> I didn't start, start drinking until I was like 24. And boy, did I start drinking. I didn't boy, start howdy, drinking. Did. Boy, did I. Oh, I started drinking like the day before my college graduation. <laughs> I had yeah. like a few drinks here and there. <laughs> But I didn't really pick up steam until like last year. <laughs> until the depression hit, and then Mike was like, "This <laughs> makes me happy." <laughs> I wouldn't uh, go that far, but you know. Yeah, I went to yeah. the the graduation hungover. <laughs> I work hungover like a few times, and, <laughs> and the worst part is like no one can tell. Because I still manage to keep up my same work ethic. I just get quieter because I can't. I can't, like, waste any energy that I have remaining on speaking, <laughs> so I just stay silent so that I don't fucking exhaust myself and collapse. Everyone just says, man, Mike sure does love working today. <laughs> Look at how serious he is. Welcome to the podcast, AA edition. Yeah. Joining me today are are the usual suspects of the, uh, the podcast. Um... Please uh, state your name and how long you've you've had this problem. Uh, my name is Juan. Hey, Juan. And uh, I had this problem since four years. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm me, and uh, I Hello, drink me. occasionally when I'm, I guess, in the mood to feeling down. No, sometimes so. I just drink. Like for the end of the week, cause work is stressful. Me, yeah. I did that a lot when I was living in Austin. I'm not like but... drinking constantly though. Though, as a friend puts it, the reason I'm not an alcoholic is mostly due to the fact that I can't afford to be an alcoholic. <laughs> now, fuck that. We ain't living off the government yet. Exactly. I can't afford the nice stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm here trying to scrounge up money to to get all the bottles to make my favorite drink, and that's just expensive. <laughs> I'm buying, like, one bottle a month and, like, trying to force myself not to drink the bottles as I go. Or sometimes and we save it to splurge on a on con season. On a con, and then we uh, accumulatively blow $400 on so- just alcohol and then carry the boxes, um, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the street downtown. And then in an elevator, like through a hotel where all the staff are just staring at you and they don't say anything. They stare at you. They know. They understand. You're probably going to (laughs) die. So if this is your first uh, Magical Bros Anonymous meeting, uh, (laughs) what we basically do is just watch an anime, talk about it, uh, discuss it, review it, and move on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those shows, except I try and make it so that each week it's one thing that's popular and then one thing that's kind of obscure. And this week, the anime that we got 
is Skullman. Skullman. Yeah. yeah. Which was suggested by Mike because I, I was forcing Mike and Juan to <laughs> to battle. It was either this or uh, Blood Gekai. Blockade. Gekai Sensei, but Gekai Sensei yeah. is fairly new in it. And uh, it had its second season, which I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I need to catch up. I'm still on episode like two or three. Her first, second season? Yeah, or I'm sorry, like episode two or three of the second season. Yeah, oh. I've seen the first season, loved it, and uh, I mean, except for the last episode, but we'll save that for when we do the review of the show. Yeah, and coincidentally, they were both made by the same uh, anime studio. Skullman and Kekai Sensen. Fucking bones. Yeah. Huh. Bones. Fucking bones. Like, oh yeah. They've also made a bunch of other things that you fucking love. Did they? Actually, no, no. I'm basing this off of like the style, but I don't think so. I think Ergo Proxy was Studio IG. Yeah, didn't wasn't yeah, that sounds wasn't Ergo Proxy like when we when we did the the podcast? Didn't they? Didn't you say that they went bankrupt because they really threw a lot of money in the? It wasn't just that. It was like they there was a lot of shit going on in Japan at that time. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know the balls on this studio, though? Uh-huh. They have the balls to release uh, Darker Than Black and this show at the same time. <laughs> compete with each other. Oh, God. Compete. Yeah, they got released at the same uh, the same season. And this mm-hmm. show went relatively under the radar. Yeah. You know, I've, is... heard of, I've heard of Darker Than Black. This show, yeah. I just know because of Mike. Yeah, I, uh, I and I had happened upon. I didn't know this had an anime release. I knew of the character. I didn't know this had like this. I uh, found this on a um, like not an obscure anime site, but it was like an older anime um, kind of thing. And I saw it in the database when I was crawling through tags, and I was like, "Oh shit, let me look at this." And uh, it was on a dot onion site. <laughs> a dot onion. <laughs> I don't even I don't use torrent any that thing is fucking retarded. I I don't like my internet being slow. I don't mind yeah. being watched. I don't mind being watched uh, for everything I do because I'm pretty sure I'm already on the list for fucking anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you have nothing to hide that nobody does already doesn't know. Exactly. I'm an open book. Want to <laughs> know something about me and I'll tell you. An Maybe. open book and people have highlighted things. They've highlighted yeah. certain things and put a tab there, and they're like, we'll go back to that if he ever gets out of line. And then put then bookmarks I... on others. Yeah. Was it one of you guys that I was talking about uh, making um, bookmarks, uh, book sweaters? Book sweaters? Yeah, book sweaters for books, and then you could use like the sleeves as bookmarks. No. We're going to market them as a, you know, your, a cozy little coat for your books. <laughs> I think he talked about this I've never heard outside of the before. podcast. All right. It might have been me and Mark. It uh, might I've have been. been. I've been seeing him a lot recently, considering I've gone to Austin. Uh, the Out of the past four weeks, I've gone to Austin three of those. And one of those weeks, Mark came down to Del Rio, and I had seen him then also. So we've just been kind of... Hanging around without knowing that like we're gonna see each other so much. Bring it around, and... yeah. <laughs> but, All yeah. right, Mike. So what? 
do you remember the site that you found this on or was it just like some obscure thingy i can't remember the site anymore like i've tried looking for it and i it was anime something that's <laughs> that's all i can remember so i mean that's not much help animelovers.gov <laughs> i don't even know but yeah so saw this years ago and, uh, was uh, it like still kind of newish when you saw it, or was no? It still I old? saw this back in 2013, I believe, and I remember it because when I was watching it, I had no internet for like a week because um my area got messed up and they like shot down or not shot down, but I think somebody crashed into uh one of the poles, mm. so that went that and uh, yeah, just so I watched. Areolas. Yeah, so I watched Skullman, because I had some anime I saved on an external. I had Skullman, and I also watched um, Techno Lies. Hey. Yeah, so. That was and you fell in love with both. Yeah, so there was, that was that. And um, yeah, and now I actually own the Skullman DVDs, because they were on sale at Amazon for like a couple days. Like oh, cool. in the past two weeks, so I, I bought the DVDs. I wouldn't mind owning this. It was pretty good. It was a pretty fun watch. It was. I kind of like the uh, the designs of the drawings. It really remind me of like the seventies and eighties uh, anime, like yeah, uh, Saint Seiya and, and all those. I really liked it. And their expressions were exaggerated, but not too exaggerated. And that's what I really, really liked about it. Exaggerated enough to convey their emotion. They kept yeah. things grounded, and I. Like, as grounded as, as, grounded as, as this be. could be. And it was yeah. good. Like, another thing I loved about this show was, like, the slow burn, I guess is the way to put it. Like, it was a mystery, yeah. first mm-hmm. and foremost. Yeah. It was a yeah. mystery, first and foremost. It wasn't trying to be a superhero thing. It was a mystery at, from, like, all the way to, I believe, episode 9 is when shit finally started picking up. Yeah. this is a 13-episode anime. And so, like, yeah. not, not until, like, at the very tail end did it finally change like everything come to a head yeah everything like picked up the pace pretty quickly mm-hmm. like i felt that when i was watching this there was so much and yet so little that was going on um, yeah because like i when i was after i finished watching an episode i was like man so much shit happened i i learned so much about you know this uh thing that's going on this city that they that they're creating around uh the characters mm-hmm and then I was like, nothing really happened, actually. <laughs> yeah. like, what's the next episode? <laughs> um, and then it just it just kept going until like the last few episodes when it all culminated into like all this like, shit. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of the main character? I mm-hmm. thought he was stupid, but I liked how stupid he was. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like your your everyman kind of stupid. Yeah, and that's my kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree to that. He was he was pretty dumb. Um, he was just going in there blindly. He's just like he just didn't understand what was going on. He was just sometimes I mean, lashes out. He was rightfully confused though. I mean, Hayato comes into the city and it's like walled off, and it's a city he's grown up in, and he's like all this shit's changed about it, and everything's just super confusing. If Peter Parker weren't Spider Man, spoilers. <laughs> um, Peter, he would be the Peter Parker looking for Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> that does make sense. His secondary, yeah. the the girl. Um, she, I liked her. Like she was kind of annoying. 
at first, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I I knew what she was. I knew that she was going to be the love interest as soon as they introduced her, and I was like, all right, let's see, let's see how they how they build this uh, romance, and now like, I like that they that they kept her uh, childish. Uh, I guess mannerisms kind of, or like they they kept her childish, but at the same time showing that she's like an adult. Whenever, capable. yeah, she's capable and she's you know not just some fucking ditzy bitch what that really, we saw naked on the second episode. <laughs> what really surprised me was uh, when she started doing martial arts. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, holy shit, where did this come from? Maybe everyone knew martial arts in the show. <laughs> the the skull man fucking tossed this guy like 50 feet into a vending machine and she kept up with this super gigantic strong man <laughs> even though it was probably i i'm pretty sure the the skull man that you know threw um main character was the actual skull man and not you know the one that the chick was looking for yeah not the fake one well the fake one actually didn't show up until like i don't think he existed as a character until when they introduced him because Mm -hmm. like they were using him as a trap to lure in um hayato yeah like they're just like oh yeah that's the skull man here he is (laughs) look at him he's so skull and man (laughs) he's more skull than man The plot does get confusing once everything starts like like you yeah. keep throughout the episodes you get all of these things and like you're like what am I going to do with these things and then it doesn't <laughs> start coming together until the end so you're just there with like I hope I don't forget these plot points <laughs> like yeah. there's there's, a, there's a, a fairly large cast and and yeah. like all of them have a bit of a role to play in it Mm-hmm. very slight even the even the guy that was just there for like what three no two episodes maybe the We're guy sorry. that he met that he uh wanted to talk to at the theater that had the long hair that you suspected oh, yeah. was a skull man at first yeah yeah or you didn't suspect but you were pretty sure that he had something to do with it it turns out he was like the long lost uh son and then he just dies off you see the whole son thing because like okay in the show the the whole thing is it's centered around the cult. I can't remember the mm-hmm. name of the cult. The but there's the cult and like yeah, yeah, the White the Bell one. Society. There you go. The White Bell Society like pretty much runs the city, yeah. and it was yeah. founded by this man. Um, something uh, what was it Kaguya? Uh, Kaigo- were... Kaguya, I think. Or, or, oh, give me one sec. I mean, I could easily just scroll down this page and see all the characters, but. Why would I do that? <laughs> Either way, um, so this, it, it was yeah, Kagura. It was Kagura. So it was founded by this man named Tatsuya Kaguya, and he was a researcher. And they were ex- excavating like artifacts that they found in this city, mm-hmm. and they, he happens upon, um, I believe it was the statue, this giant angelic-looking statue. And they also found, like, some other, like, relics and stuff like that that they used to found their church. But another thing they found was the skull helmet. And they had no idea what the fuck they were doing with it. But <laughs> you, they could tell that it was still alive because it was speaking to the researcher and shit. And uh, he just kept listening to it. And that's what founded the, um, the cult that they created. Yeah. And so the, the city is, like, centered around this cult. And they're all like, 
Um, Stupid. Yeah, they, they, they blindly follow it because they have this belief that they're going to be taken and transcend into this new breed of human beings and stuff. And so it turns them into, like, half monsters and shit. And this dude with the skull mask is, like, going around killing the people that are turning into monsters randomly because, like, all of them are cult members and somehow they're just, like, turning into them and shit. So um, to go back to the history, Tatsuya... He gets assassinated, and um, somehow, like, there's a fire and stuff, and the skull mask goes missing, and so the cult only has the statue and the other things now. And, like, uh, the whole mystery of the show is centered around what happened to Tatsuya's son, who was supposedly killed in the fire, but yeah, other, but and... everybody seems to think he's not dead. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he's often suspected to be the Skull Man seeking retribution for... For his father's death. Yeah. And so, yeah. And this, the White Bell Society is trying to... They're focused on the Skull Man because he's killing their members and because they need the mask. Yeah. yeah. But they don't, yeah. they don't completely know they need the mask. Yeah, <laughs> they just have a feeling they need it because, like, for some reason... Because it was there. Yeah, it's like they feel that they need it because it was there at the time and because like the mask and like I guess the people influenced by the statue and the the other stuff are like they they um telepathically feel like a connection with each other. Mhm. And like as we learn later the again the skull mask is sentient and it actually guides the user. Yeah. Yeah. And Which... uh which and it's, I didn't... it's meant to held together God, apparently. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't get any of that until like the last maybe two episodes. And I... I really wanted them to go through like the history and like what these relics are and, and like, you know, that stuff. From what I understood, and this is just something that I gathered from just like how they presented it, mm-hmm. was that the Skull Mask's original intention was that it was supposed to be the one using that machine that the dude crawled into that turned him into that monster. Yeah. Because like the dude said he needed it to stabilize his body. And the whole time the skull mask really wanted to get to the, to the girl, to Chisaki. Like he really, really wanted to get there. And that was the skull talking when he did it. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Cause um, later on we find out who the skull man is and it's actually the main character's best friend who's a priest and he's been murdering people left and right. And he's Mm -hmm. like, that's not very priestly of you. (laughs) <laughs> that you kind of suspected, but you're like, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, because like they they really dangle shit yeah, in front of you, and you're just like, I, is it real or are they just fucking with me? And then <laughs> you just never really know until they actually show it to you. And sure yeah. enough, yes, they uh, his friend is the Skull Man, and um, he explains to our main character Hayato that the mask, uh, when he put it on, it gave him visions and shit, and it gave him this immense power, but it almost took over his body but he managed yeah. to, to fight it off or whatever and so mm. it's given him this power and that's how he's been fighting the people that are changing from the cult and uh we also in the like during that part where he finds out there's like a battle going on between um cyborgs and i'll yeah. get into this later in a little bit more <laughs> about these cyborgs but there is a unit of cyborgs because like all, throughout the show there's um there's like two philanthropist dudes um One's an inventor, the other's like a... I guess he's like the guy that sells shit, the middleman. And uh, they're like 
pretty much peddling cyborgs to people or cyborg enhancements and shit like that. And um, they get hired to take down the Skull Men, or to bring him in at least. And um, he has a unit of cyborgs, and they're all like fucked up soldiers with PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of them actually has ties to the priest, and uh, it's that like he's. Um, I guess he was abused in the military by his uppers too much and it eventually broke him. And um, the one thing was that like they humiliated him so much to the point that they would never call him by his name that he forgot it. So he ended up forgetting his name and like he was mentally broken. And he also has a pretty cool name. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> so he he's fine. Like he's in charge of like all the other cyborgs are doing other shit. They have different armaments. One's a flamethrower. The other one's just like he's got like a half clown mask and he just fights with his hands. He just yeah. fists. He's pretty cool. The designs were neat. They had clown masks and stuff. They were pretty all right. Yeah, I thought that was pretty random. Yeah, the clown thing was a bit weird, but some of them were pulled off right. Like the dude I'm talking about with the sword and the, the yeah. sword hands, and he he his suit design was pretty good. But the guy we're talking about, um, he the nameless man, he um he was like connected to this missile silo thing, and he would just like start firing shit into the forest. Um, at some point, it gets too hot for him because he has this obsession with things being too hot, and he runs off and he runs into the skull man, um, into the priest. And um, before he had, uh, they had actually began the mission, he mentions how the only person who ever called him by his name and ever treated him like a decent human being was some Asian priest. And I mean, I, when he said that, I kind of thought it might be our priest, but I'm like, that would be pretty fucking random that like, what are the odds that they would be there, that it would be our priest, but sure enough, it was. <laughs> and so his mask comes off and he sees him and he's like, oh shit, I know this guy. And so the the priest, um, he hesitates for a bit, but he, you know, gets his arm bracer, hand bracer, which is really cool, by the way. I really like that thing. Yeah. And um, he tells him, like, he knows his name and he tells him, he's like, your name is Jack Goodman. Jack Goodman. That was his name, Jack Goodman. Then he, uh, I'm assuming, caves his face in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of too much, but yeah. I mean, it was too much, but at the same time, I don't think the guy really wanted to be alive. So, I mean, no, that, that guy wanted to, most of those guys wanted to die. So that was that. And so, yeah. So the priest is bloodied and stuff, and he's just like hanging out at his church that's uh, been kind of fucked up. And uh, there's a, a, um, uh, an orchestra. What's the name of the thing again? The an organ? An organ. There's an organ automatically playing dramatic music as uh, the the group enters, and uh, so the main character walks up the stairs and he finds out it's him, and he's like, "Man, you're a priest. Why are you killing people?" And uh, he explains like a very brief. I feel like he should have expanded it more. History yeah. of the skull mask. And so he tells him like, you know, this is how this is. This is why I've been killing. And the next person I have to kill is this woman named Chisaki, who is the center of the cult. She's like their, um, they believe that she's like their Mary Magdalene, essentially. That she's going to give birth to um, the Virgin beginning. Mary? Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a fucking slut. <laughs> 
Okay, Juan, it's the same person. It's the same person. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. It's a it's a priest's uh wish it was my girlfriend lady that I have but I have to kill her. Yeah, so they the two of them were in love and he it has a little flashback montage of her basically renewing his faith. And he had this cool quote where he was like, She who renewed my faith, I also renounced for her and shit. So like he he became a priest again because of her, but then he started killing because of her. And so yeah. um, eventually the skull pretty much, I guess, let him know that she has to die or else uh, bad things are going to happen, which was what was already going on because the people were still changing into into the monsters and stuff. Yeah. And the worst thing is like a lot of them were uh, like, depending, I guess, on your, your temperament, your emotional state, you were actually in control. It, it depended, like, it, it was like a case-by-case thing, really. Like, some people did not want to be monsters, and other people were like, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'm a dog man now. <laughs> or a lizard man, or a cat one. Or a cat one. And cat there's these two characters that were in there, too. They were, like, servants of the skull. They were, like, variants of these monsters that they were fighting, but they were, like, different. There were Doberman and, and cat. And a cat, yeah. Like, they, they were like the cult people they were changing, but they were, like... I, I don't know so, how to put it. Like uh, uh, they were supposedly, supposedly they, they were, were servants of the skull. Yeah, like yeah. they 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 were created by the skull. So I'm assuming it's because again the skull mask is linked to the to the totem, the yeah. girl's thing. I don't, so I don't, I'm assuming it has. She said that we were made of the skull. So oh. I'm assuming what happens is like the skull had similar abilities to to the like totem create. that the church has been used oh. so it could create thralls so i think it it turned normal people into like those two um the the, the brother and sister into the the doberman and the cat so that i thought would... they were i thought they were genetically made like i think they were, they were I, yeah i think they were experimented on but i'm pretty sure what happened was the skull changed them even further mm. because it shows them coming out of the bunker in a flashback like with the priest yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah because like they say, they they can't disobey the the fucking the skull mask. So I'm pretty sure the skull mask has similar properties. Is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, that was that was that. And so yeah, we I got thought the, that the, 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 hmm? I thought that they would be a much bigger part of part the story, of the story. as opposed yeah. to just yeah. literally servants. I wish yeah. they went through more of their character. Yeah, I wish they went through them. more of the like. All we background. got was their history, and then that was it. And the priest was interesting because he was also a fucking war veteran, and yeah. he, he, yeah, he was, saw horrible he shit. Maybe just below Father Anderson and uh, best priest. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I liked him, but like, yeah, the, the the story suffered from a lack of time. Yeah. However, with the time it had, it explained as much as it could. It, it didn't like fuck about it 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 tried all right so did you think that they were that they tried to set up a sequel at the end no or was that just like okay an open-ended ending okay let me let me explain this because i don't think you've seen it um okay there's this this show it's called, called cyborg zero zero nine yes this is cyborg and it's zero, all linked zero, together okay and about halfway through Skullman, we start seeing characters that are from Cyborg 009. Brain Gear? Of course. The two characters, those are the, like, that is the main villain, and that is the creator of the Cyborgs right there when they were younger. 
Um, mm. And the girl that the dudes got with her, the 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 Athens looking girl, she shows up in the in the Cyborg Zero Zero Nine anime. Now at the end, um, like you know, with the the whole reveal and shit like that, that um, a lot of people are very divided on that ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but like before, I I discussed that. Yeah, like so the the whole coming to a head thing is our main character despite the priest like pleading him not to pick up the mask and he doesn't explain why he's just like anybody but you like you were the <laughs> no like nobody like you were the last person that should have that fucking mask and he doesn't explain I, why i was assuming because he was the uh you know the kid the he, that you see that's what they heavily imply he well, they heavily imply it to the point where it's uh, actually, you know, confirmed at the end when she is like, "You." What she calls him, brother. Brother. Yeah. But yeah, like it's um. So yeah, as it turns out, the main character is um, Alva confirmed to be the missing child that that was supposed to, that just disappeared or that supposedly died in the fire when his father was uh, murdered. And then, like, he got um, whisked away by um, a priest dude and raised, and that's how he met his friend and stuff like that. Hmm. But, um, so he came back, and it holds significance, I guess, because the family that, um, that uh, found the, of the researcher and stuff that found the mask and everything, I guess, like, in them, like, heavily, have like, having so much contact with the mask that it made them, it's like, uh like they're they were like their it's herald or something so mm. like the main character or the the priest he i guess kept hearing shit from the mass that kept telling him hey give the mass to that dude and he's like no and so <laughs> yeah he, he kept saying like he he did not want to give him the mass but the <laughs> the church gets blown up and then the mass conveniently lands next to the main character and he's like mm. and come on yeah, and he puts on the mask, and I guess the mask gives you the suit, which is cool. And yeah. <laughs> the, suit is, the suit is different. Like, his suit is different than the priest's suit. It doesn't yeah. have a coat, and he doesn't have um that bracer thing, which I'm assuming, I guess, the priest made himself. Because Maybe. the main character just has uh, spiked knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. And the priest had, like, the little scarf that he had was kind of like a mascot. Well, yeah. Well, the new the new school man was like just the scarf. The scarf, yeah. I the think this priest was just just had time to be like, you know, to, what this to dress himself needs. up. <laughs> See, yeah. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But there was other differences, like I said, like the bracers and stuff. Because if you look back at the fight with the um with the cyborgs, um before the bracer slides onto his knuckles, there's nothing there, and the some like the clothes looks a bit different, which is why I think that. But then yeah, the ascot and the scarf thing makes me think he just threw a coat on and he tucked in the scarf. So I don't know. Yeah, he looks super cool. Yeah. And I would have done it if I looked super cool, too. <laughs> he kind of, I don't know, he kind of reminded me of, like, the Count of Monte Cristo or, you know, yeah. that type of character. Yeah, he was. But I, I did like the second form a lot. Um, But that's just because, yeah. But anyways, so our main character puts on the mask and uh, the, the, the helmet, the mask, it immediately gives him uh, knowledge of fighting. And he proceeds to beat the shit out of all the cyborgs and shit. And then, of course, like when he kills the last cyborg by tearing his his fucking stomach out, um, he actually smiles and shit. And that's when you tell, OK, there's something a little wrong going on. Hmm. And yeah, 
so he he drives off and uh he's like well time to go kill this chick and he runs off to the church and shit and uh when he gets there he's greeted by a dude that's like incubating in like an embryo that's beneath the the statue that this girl is like attached to yeah and uh the dude comes out and he's like supposedly immortal and uh our main character like just after his first battle begins to lose horribly to to, to hair yeah. yeah just to to fake to hair, medusa hair to medusa hair and he's getting like fucked up well, really badly i guess a proper term would be uh flesh dreads yeah flesh dreads his Sharp weird flesh fleshy dreads. body and um so yeah he's he's uh he's getting fucked up by this dude they have some speech about justice and uh how the dude believes that he is justice and skull man is evil (laughs) i liked that thing that um that the priest tells him though that that quote where he's just like uh you know killing people is evil and he's like to destroy evil you have to become a greater evil there you go which i guess plays into the ending yeah, but um, I digress. So they have their little fight. They have uh, their. It's not a very good fight, honestly. It was pretty no. underwhelming. He's just well, kind of flipping I'll... around the. Huh. I will say this: I had to uh, skip through the fast episode due to time. Const- the last episode due to time constraints. And I feel like I didn't miss much. No, I I saw everything. Ah, like okay. everything. Yeah, the the final episode was very like. Eh. I mean. I think my favorite part was at the end of the fight, though, where it's like um, the touch of coming. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like he's still fighting the guy, and he's like, "All right, I gotta." Like the dude kills his dad, his own dad, um, yeah. which happened to be the one that ordered the hit on the main character's father, like years ago, because he was scared of him researching into this mask and shit, with good reason, in all honesty. But yeah. um, it was too late anyway. But. Yeah, so um, the dread tears through his body. Yeah, it tears through his body, and then the main character, like, he takes this, um, he takes the little, uh, like, little dagger knife thing that the other character's been using, the the, the original skull, which I guess you just get it for being skull man, but, um, yeah. he, he starts, like, throwing off, like, uh, like, uh, just lines like they'd come from a bible and stuff and I, i'm guessing that's also because the skull just talks like that nah dude you where he discusses you, about how he how just he, how he must he's be always the darkness, been that smart which is cool because i love chuny shit like that but <laughs> like it, it was cool because the next thing he does is he fucking freezes time and then he, yeah. he starts like violently shaking because he's not his body is still human and so, like, he's, like, trying to shift through frozen time, but his body can't handle it. But he still manages to do it, but he fucks himself up really badly for trying. Yeah. Like, he gets really fucked up for, for fucking freezing time. And he manages to kill the the bad guy, and then that's that. And, like, after this, you're like, oh, he's going to save the girl, and he's going to run off with her or something. No, he, he like, I... slowly crawls up the, the totem. And then she's just like, oh, you came to save me. And at first, I I don't know, it made me, the first time seeing it, think, like, maybe she thinks that it's still the uh, the priest the that came guy. to save her. Yeah, and she's yeah, just it like, felt oh, the same way. You. But then, like, at the very end, when, he, when he's about to crush her face, uh, she says, brother, like, and I was like, oh, shit. And she so, knew? Yeah, so she, she knew, knew, and he didn't know until right then when he killed her that he was her brother. 
Because yeah. like, like he didn't. The main character did not realize this until, until she said it. Until they laid it out, they're like, "Yeah, you're, you know, you're related. Hey. You were at the center of this." And so Tragedy. he, so he fucking crushes her, her skull, and then that's the end of the. Then that's why they call him Skull Man. <laughs> and the scene of him like standing there, because like afterwards it shows him he's like on his knees and his hands are covered in blood. And that's the scene that they use in the cover for the thing. It looks really nice, but it's mm, a bit yeah. misleading because it makes you yeah. think this is how it's gonna be the whole time. Yeah. But um, which it's not, but you know. It's, it's it is, not. It's it just it shows you that it's gonna be one way when it's a whole other way. It's Either fairly way. melancholic, so yeah. it, it it looks like he's just fucking like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like he's gonna, be, yeah, like you think he's gonna be brooding the whole anime and shit, but nah. But yeah, so afterwards, a peculiar thing happens, and he falls over and he talks to himself and he says, you know, I now understand like what you saw, like his friend, uh, I think it was Tetsu, or no, I I can't remember the name of the priest, but um, priest boy man. Yukio, I think Sexy it was Yukio. He's, he's like, I, I finally understand like what you had saw, and like it is a comparison shot of the priest seeing all these dead bodies sprawled across the battlefield, and Yushio. him Yushio, there you go, and and the skull man's looking over a city that's completely destroyed. Yeah. And so his mask uh, starts to Opens turn. I thought it was turned to stone. But it turns, yeah. it starts turning black, and then his uh, mouthpiece opens up, and just blood comes flowing out, and it's like, oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. what happened yeah. when he that's what happened when he, he was uh, time. <laughs> he was drowning in his own blood. Yeah, the whole he time. he was choking on his blood the entire time, so that's that. And, and then he's standing in the street, and the dead canaries there. Okay. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so you're like, he's dead, and then afterwards we get a shot of uh, the brain gear people, the cyborg people who. Who are just fucking showing up and killing like random like people? Because at the same time, there's a small plot of like a little military insurrection. They were like yeah, trying okay. to invade like, the the Nazi. Sim- I I wouldn't say Nazi sympathists, but I forget what the actual term is for like uh, super right wing uh, Japanese people that want it to go back to the old ways of Japan ruling most of Asia. Yeah, so these dudes jumped in and Brain Gear, they like, it's hard to explain. They're not, like, they don't consider themselves entirely evil. They they look at it more like I uh, mean, if you're really evil, you consider yourself good. Yeah. And everybody like, else considers you evil. Yeah, their thing was that just, like, they, they were working for who paid them, but their other thing was that they just wanted to, like, be the best. And in the, yeah, and have fun. <laughs> and so, and so this dude who's, like, the, the, the guy from Cyborg 009, the villain, the, the, the other guy that was helping the, the scientist, turns out he's a cyborg, yeah. and, uh, he's just going around killing the military people. He and is zero zero nine. So they stopped the military insurrection just because, just for the fuck of it. I'm assuming he's just doing it, and uh, so that's that. And like you see them in a helicopter at the end, and uh, they're just like, "Well, let's let's pick up that guy." And they're like, "Can we rebuild him?" They're like, "We'll make him better. He will be faster, stronger, <laughs> better. The and million dollar man." Yes, and so um, then the credits roll, and if you stick around. We get a scene where it's uh it's the skull man and he's sitting in a chair and everyone's kneeling in front of him and uh they're like, you know, all hail black uh black uh ghost black phantasm. Leader. Black phantasm. Yeah. 
well for me it was black ghost because that's his name um, in oh. cyborg 009 but yeah they're they're like all hail you know whatever um leader of the the black hand and, and they show so, that the the little girl had a baby and it happens to look like uh like the main like joe from uh, like, cyborg 009 yeah it happens to and look so, like that kid and then i so, guess that sets up a plot yeah so like okay um another thing was that the old man the 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 reporter or the this guy that was like a secret service dude he pretty much witnessed the entire thing and the main yeah. character after he was uh cyborgized i guess like he was like well it's time to cut ties with everybody no loose ends and he fucking murders him in the middle of a busy street like yeah, he just, yeah. it just shows him like it's playing this music everything's in slow motion and they're doing they're going through that crosswalk and, in tokyo and, and then he's narrating his life while this is all going on he's like what yeah. will happen when and then it just cuts off, and he's like, oh, no. Yeah, he sees the main character, and he just grins at him, and then he just falls over. Um, and it's like, old man. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it, again, like, the, the main character is now this black ghost. He's a cyborg, and they just see him walking down the hallway, and they're like, he's like, I am the, I forgot it was, like, the, the... The, the gatekeeper, Omega? something like he's like I am the gatekeeper of death yeah. and shit like that, and he's just monologuing about himself. And they're like, "Will you serve the black hand?" And he's like, "Everything for the whatever." And so he's Black Ghost from Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. My interpretation of why he changed that wasn't that he was brainwashed as a cyborg. It was that when the mask changed to black, it finally had gained over. full control of the helmet of him of his body. And it was like, okay, well, that's now. Now it's me. Now it's time to be all hammy and shit. And so what so, you're telling me is yeah. that Mr. Shotaro Ishinomori wrote this in uh, 1970 uh-huh. as a precursor to Cyborg 009. No. Or was this anime just the thing that he made, and the other thing was like its own thing? He made his. He made the comic, the manga. The anime, yeah. this anime was just um like they started throwing in connections. Okay, because in the in the manga, the Skullman actually the does run or into the this, actual manga. no the continuation, the actual manga. Okay. He actually does run into zero zero nine. They even have coffee and discuss uh, what justice is, and um, justice. Yeah, they they run into each other occasionally and shit. And um, this was just that like they didn't you know there was no fucking actual correlation or anything. Um. Later on, though, they did, I forgot, I think it was for, like, a special, they redesigned um, uh, Black Skull to look more like Skullman, mm-hmm. so that it would fit in line with that, but, like, no, the this anime kind of did its own thing with all the connections and stuff. I personally thought it was neat. A lot of people think otherwise, like, uh, some people did not like the ending because they felt like they tacked it on, but for me, I mean, they had been throwing in this shit, like, since, like, halfway through the show. Like, it wasn't like it just showed up at the end where anything like that so i mean i was fine with it and i thought it was an interesting thing because if you'd seen cyborg 009 it adds an extra thing to when uh um joe is actually fighting black ghost and then he fucking murders him by throwing him into a vat of acid so it's like you know the father's fighting the son he doesn't remember his son and then his son just fucking murders him Mm. so i thought that was neat because the thing with black ghost was that he had the exact same abilities as 009 which was uh, moving really fucking quickly. So what you're telling me is they fucked. Uh, 
It fucked in the campsite. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's why she woke up naked. Yeah. Yeah. They fucked super hard. Yep. Just, he so just, hard they had a baby. Yep. He just needed to do baby. it once. And then he had a... Dude, his <laughs> well, sperm I mean, was so potent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Joe gets abducted, abducted later as a kid. And then he, he gets Then he becomes the 009. Yeah. And then I stumble across uh, uh, some DVDs at the Dollar General, and I'm like, hey, I think I've seen some of Cyborg 009, and I pop it in, and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> I like doing it. Now, this is the own. I mean, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it when it was airing, but I felt like I'd seen it somewhere. Yeah. So I bought I bought a bargain bin uh, DVD of Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, and that's my that's my exposure to it. That and I guess this show. This show. Hmm. I mean, it was it was interesting. I like that. <laughs> Another thing is, um, this is like a translated quote from Mishinomori after the um the original uh manga for Skullman. So he again he was the creator and you know for for Common Rider Skullman was the precursor to Common Rider. It set like the basis and stuff like that. And so this is what he says um, in an interview um, when they were talking to him about like uh, Skullman and Common Rider and like what led him to create it. He's like both with Skullman and with Common Rider, I tried to create a new kind of horror story, a scary work that you could still show to children. Although I thought first off, I want to scare them. <laughs> and when I wrote it, so I made it incredibly dark. And so there. That's why Skullman was the way it was. He, he he initially wanted to scare children and then instill hope with Kamen Rider. So he <laughs> gave him a stupid name if you know English. Tsukaru Man. Yeah. So, Michael, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What came first to, for you, the Skullman or the Kamen Riders? Uh, Kamen Rider? I didn't hear about Skullman until, like, later. And, all right. Because my assumption after after I looked into this for like a second, I I saw that this guy created Common uh, Rider, and I was like, oh well, then I guess Mike has this. I don't. I'm not gonna even try and look into <laughs> any of this. And I just assumed that you uh, that you found Skullman just because like you, I don't know. You, you just you were just like. All right, let me read Wikipedia and tell you what else this guy's done, <laughs> and and you just started watching it like that. Nah, I stumbled upon Skullman. Um, I hadn't. You're, you're skipping along the internet way, and, and <laughs> yeah. you found a loose cobblestone that you I turned was, over and found. Skullman I believe it on. was like I was like looking on this thing. Um, like I said, that that like older anime website. And I was clicking on tags, and then, like, one of them was, like, I noticed one of the tags was, like, superhero, and I was, like, oh, cool, and I clicked on it, and I was going through all the shit they had in there, and then I saw Skullman, and I was, like, I've heard that name before, and I clicked on it, and before I saw it, I thought it was going to be the 70s one, and I was, like, well, maybe I'll watch it, or if it's the live action, and I regret not downloading the live action one, because you can't find that shit anymore, unless you want to watch a shitty, shaky 240p one on YouTube, but, I mean, that's, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I found Skullman, I watched it, and I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty fucking cool, and I just went further from there, but, no, my initial exposure was through, was Kamen Rider first, and that was because of my uncle, and, uh, it's not that he showed me, it was that after he passed away, I, um, 
I was like in charge of like making sure like I, I guess cataloging his shit and then I happened upon like a bunch of figures of Common Rider and stuff and I was like, you know, I've always wanted to watch this and then I started from a certain point and then just went from there. Cause, uh, the co- I haven't uh read any of the manga that he wrote after he did the like one off, but a lot of the covers remind me of just Common Rider in general. Just like a more bug-eyed yeah, suit. Yeah, of... it, it has a, the feel of, like, um, the Showa era. Like, it's got the whole, yeah, the bug-eye aesthetic and everything. Yeah. I mean, writers still maintain that now, a lot of some of them. It's just, um, it has that, like, 70s, 80s feel to them. Yeah. It's what it's what Mike wants. Yeah. I mean, the, the one-off was, like, interesting. It was It was unnecessarily dark, like... The main character would just laugh randomly, like he would kill somebody for no fucking reason, and then be like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" <laughs> and like later on, like I'm like, "Why does he do this?" But he kept saying, "Like I have a good reason." And then you get to the end, and then he confronts um the man who he believed killed his father, which is the equivalent of that dude, um the the guy who dies to his son. Um, mm. he's like, uh, why did you have to kill my dad and shit? And then he explains, uh, he's like, your dad he's was like, doing fucked up shit. He was experimenting on human beings and stuff. He's like, we don't need that shit. And cause like the dude, he's not good either. He's like corrupt and he, he dips his hand into like politics and he has like control over like a shit ton of, to- of Japan in general and shit. And he's just like, you killed my dad and I'm just going to murder you. That's why I'm the skull man. And um, he has a granddaughter or whatever, and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill her, too. Because, like, throughout the thing, this dude has been indiscriminately killing people. Like, um, let's say his target is some, like, businessman. He will kill the businessman, his wife, and if his children are in the car, they're going to fucking die, too. Mm. And so, like, he explains it to him. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill, like, you know, everybody that has uh, any ties with you. And the guy's like, you would have to kill all of Japan. And he's like, I'll fucking do it. (laughs) And then, you know, it's revealed. He's just like, uh, I'm your granddad. This is your sister. And uh, your dad was my son. And then he has like a breakdown. And then, and then like a fire rises in the thing because the dude's planning on killing himself, the granddaughter, and the main character because he's like, I can't handle you being in the world anymore. <laughs> and that's how it ends. But then they continue it. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I was watching it on High Dive, and I didn't get the intro that uh, I'm pretty sure you guys got because the jazzy I, one? uh, it was jazzy, but um, it was like repurposed animation, you know, just kind of like an American intro where they just get like clips of the show and they added a filter oh. or something on it. Um, no, I'm pretty sure that's the same one. Is it because me, I when I went it. to when I went to Kiss Anime, it was completely different than what I had seen. Let me see. Let me find it. Hold on. Like what I saw started with like a an orchestra thing, and then it went into the jazzy into the jazzy music, and it was like And then when I went to watch the last episode on Kiss, because um, my I had to I had to freeze my card in order to to stop it. Just have a, a switcher between the that the one, the shittier and this one. intro, and this yeah. one, and the real intro. Yeah, yeah, that intro sucked. <laughs> this one's so much better. 
I mean, like I like the, both songs, honestly. Yeah, the song the song was good, but that's not my problem with it. My problem with it was a fucking just shitty ass animation. Yeah. And just you know, literally just clipped together shit from the with show. With filters. With filters and cuts. I'm, I'm trying to find the one you're talking about because I know it, but So what did you guys think of the music in this thing? It was enjoyable. Uh, I liked the it. The intro I liked. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really liked the intro. I felt like um, some of the background music could be was like forgettable. Yeah. Which, you know, is, is, isn't a knock on it necessarily because it's background music anyway. So Yeah. Which is weird because looking at, at like what you have in the script, Shiro Sagiso is... It's weird that... He, they, he did the music in this anime. Pourquoi? I don't know. I just associate him with Evangelion, and he does a lot of uh, good stuff in Evangelion. Are you like, are you saying that this is shit compared <laughs> to compared to Evangelion? Well, music ways, eh, kind of like you said, it's kind of forgettable. Yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, it's just there. It's it's not terrible. It, yeah, it is just there. I found but, some um, enjoyable tracks in my life. Yeah, it, like there's like one or two that I that I enjoyed, but the rest that was kind of uh, it was like, just kind of here. This is uh my favorite track, and boy did they play it quite a lot. And now we it was his theme song. Oh yeah, I like this. Huh. They played this every episode. I think. Yeah, at least once. At least once. And even when he wasn't there, because he was there in spirit. <laughs> so when I was looking up, um, uh, Mr. Composer Man Sagisu, Sagisu, uh, I like other than this. Um, I guess he did Bleach, but I don't really remember a lot of this. I remember like the intros and outros of Bleach, but I don't remember any of the. I mean, the music only Bleach song it. I remembered is uh the best one, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Wait, let me find that. Now you want to talk about stylish intros? Let's talk about Bleach. I wish that that show looked like the intro. I wish everybody was like, oh, super stylish, nah, fucking. As people have said, uh, uh, Kubo should have gone into design instead of fucking, fucking manga. Kind of reminds me of um, Zetman in Spirit. I Zetman. still refuse to finish that show. <laughs> Why? I didn't like it. I I tried because <laughs> I was like, it had everything I should like, Juan, but it presented it in such an unlikable way. With uh, very muscular teenagers. It wasn't just that. It was just like how uninteresting they made it seem, <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. I was like, I like the designs. I like the concept, mm. but I don't like what they're doing. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I Put it, it on the list, you say. I thought it was on the list. It should be uh, on the list. I mean, I'll watch it be. if it pops out on the list. It's yeah, just... It I mean, that, that will the be the reason now. I complete it. And there will be no other reason why I complete that show. And it is only 13 episodes. Yeah, Dude. so I, I can do it. It's just... So, 
in since this uh show came out in the same season as uh Darker Than Black and Gurren Lagan, what do you guys think of the animation in comparison? It had some good fluid moments. Mm-hmm. Um it's just uh there was other times where I felt like they should have made it look good and they didn't. Yeah. Like um I liked um some of the scenes that they had during the cyborg fight. And yeah. the final fight had like a couple good scenes, but for the most part it was plagued with pretty bad choppy animation. Yeah. They just ran out of budget. Yeah, it, it feels <laughs> like it. They spent it all on the composer. Like it feels like it feels like they're like shit, we got like we got like thirty dollars left to our name and then they're like I, they're like use the use it for the time stop scene and then they did it. That's because the time stop scene looked really good. Because yeah, like let's he just freezes draw one time thing. and his like the way his mouth shakes and like then the skull then the mask uh, closes up and everything, like that looked cool and the way he did it. But then immediately upon like when he does the teleports behind you thing, that's when the animation just dips again and they're like shit, there goes the money. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't make it last. Yeah, like I feel like they were going to make it look better at the tail end, but they're like, "Fuck it, you just cut it right there, just fuck it." Because like when he teleports behind him, like it was just such a quick, choppy fucking yeah. like transition. I was like, "Oh, that looks so bad." <laughs> but I really, I really like the aesthetic of it. I think our, I think Juan already said it mm-hmm. uh, that he liked how they look like old timey. Yeah, I liked it. Like it, yeah. it fit with the whole mystery kind of thing. Like, yeah, the city like was gloomy, and it it worked well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel bad that this is what uh what got ignored as opposed to Darker Than Black because I feel like this is a better mystery than Darker Than Black. Considering I've I tried watching Darker Than Black with Mark uh fairly recently, like within the past two years, and him and I just kind of dropped it. Not because it was like it wasn't horrible, but it just wasn't Mysterious. that great. Personally, I really enjoyed Darker Than Black, but I also really liked the show. And so, like, I would put them on a similar level. When um, was the last time you watched Darker Than Black? I have not rewatched it in, like, three years, probably. All right. So, I, 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 still, I, I still retain a good amount of memory for the show, though. Uh, it, was, it was interesting, and I really liked the whole thing about the people with powers and shit. Yeah. I like that, and I like the ruminations. Yeah, I the like, ruminations I like, were good. I like everything around Darker Than Black except the yes. story of Darker <laughs> Than Black. I liked it, but I mean... And it wasn't uh, horrible. It wasn't bad. It was just not good. I liked At it. At least up to the point that Mark and I watched. It started looking like it could have been good, and then it just kind of... I liked like, it. I enjoyed the out. OVAs. Uh, season two does not exist to me. I know that's a meme to some people. Like, no, it's not a meme. It wasn't it's, that bad. It wasn't that bad, but I'm gonna to say people. it does. You know, you know. But it's like it's that kind of thing where a lot of people just follow along. They say it even though they didn't really hate the second season. Well, I fucking hated the second season. <laughs> so let's just go with that. The only the two good things that came out of the second season was a drunk hay and fucking. I don't even know the second. Thing. I fucking enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Drunk Hay. That was my good. That was the good thing that came from that show. Everything else, the, I could leave it. What Gabriel told me was that the only reason you should ever watch the second season of Darker Than Black is for waifu reasons, and that's yes, it. it really is. And it's not even the little girl that Hay pairs up with. 
It's uh, because the entirety of second season is the main character fighting to get his waifu back. Hmm. She's fucking kidnapped, and he's like, I gotta go rescue her. And on his way, he's a depressive drunk with no powers. <laughs> and I do mean depressive drunk. At some point, he gets really drunk, and while training this girl, he just starts beating her. <laughs> Not severely, but he's he's being a bully, and it's fucking hilarious. Because you go from this character who's like a stoic, like, you know, get it done kind of guy, and then in the second season, you're greeted with this dude who wears the same clothes every fucking episode, does not shave, and drinks every moment that he can. <laughs> and at some point drags a, I think she's 12-year-old girl, to a love hotel. Because that's the only place they could stay at. Oh, duh. If you want to fuck him, that's where you have to take him, Mike. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, hey, is a bad role model. <laughs> like, the good bad, right? I, don't, I mean, it's debatable. It was entertaining in that, but the overall second season wasn't a, wasn't really my thing. Wasn't at of all. existence, you say? I mean, in comparison to the first season, the quality that the first season had, it's just like it felt like it was different writers. It's like a psychopath situation where, like, at least psychopaths had a reason, though, because it wasn't the same writer. Hmm. The season two is fucking terrible in psychopaths. All right, Mark. Mark? Mike. Mark. So, what... Is this like the second time that you watched Skullman, or have you watched it like more than it's like once? The third it's... time I've watched it. <laughs> Damn, girl. Thirteen like episodes. Maybe. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad, but <laughs> still, how was it? How was it watching it again? Um, watching it again, I For enjoyed the it. Fifth time. I enjoyed it a little more because it's like I picked up on stuff quicker, I guess, and so I'm like, hey, hey that's the thing. So, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> All right, Juan, well, how was your first viewing of it? Mm, I enjoyed it. Um, story-wise, I guess because I wasn't picking up on, ten- on some things, I kind of was confused. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I enjoyed it, and I wish they delved in a little bit more. It'd be maybe, nice. Maybe made it a little bit longer, or I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read the manga, so like, I don't know how much material they had i mean i'd like to continue reading the manga itself um but i'd have to keep buying books because they don't have it anywhere like i can't buy a digital copy you can't get the digital copies you gotta go to the tokyo pops and be like hey yo well they have them on amazon i think they're like five dollars a book but it's like i bought like three and i don't feel like (laughs) buying all of them so how does the manga like differ from the anime um there's not very many Cyborg 009 references. <laughs> um, the main character is say. pretty unstable. But it, it is. is it the same main character or is it just a completely different story? No, it's still it's still uh, Ayato, but he doesn't try to hide his last name. And he knows who he is. Ah. He's like, I'm like the a... son. Yeah. I'm he, out for he revenge. Kinda... Well, the other thing is that like, Kaguya or whatever, his, um, that's the, actually the last name, like, uh, a crime syndicate, and that's the name he goes with, and, um, what is it, he was adopted by the family, and so then they go into 
they go into more details about like that and then mm. yeah and it's just about him trying to decide what to do with himself and uh what 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 truly is justice what truly is justice the anime <laughs> yes all right how many justices out of 5 would you give this anime i i give it a four a, a four point uh 4.0. 4.9, Mike says. Fuck. 4.5. <laughs> oh, shit. Changed his score. I was trying not to look like a fanboy, but that's just lying to myself. And <laughs> <laughs> he gives it true justice out of five. And mm-hmm. I would go ahead and say that I give it four justices out of uh, the Bill of Rights. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's ten. Uh, <laughs> half the Bill of Rights. I'd give it a four out of five. I'd I'd give we'll it a watch again. I'd give it a three point nine. Damn. Why making <laughs> uneven <laughs> numbers. <laughs> why why doesn't it get the why doesn't it get the true justice score? What's the uh again, what's the line that they left I, out of half the Bill of Rights? I like I'd like to go over the 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 lore. The lore, yeah, 'cause I I love the lore and like that's why I said like like it's spiritually like Zetman because Zetman doesn't go through the lore either. There's just like this thing that happens, and it's an ancient thing. I'm like, well, how ancient? How, yeah, how like much it, it would have it would have helped to like learn more about it because it's like, why does the skull mask do these things that it does? Is it, it actually evil, or is it doing what the priest said, where you have to be evil in order to defeat evil? And I hate it that I, everything else looks like a, an ancient relic except for the mask. The mask looks like it's fucking... Like, actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, if you look at the pictures that they had for the mask, it looked different. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they polished it up and they changed it. Like, they, they modified the mask. Because um, when they're showing... Uh, when the guy's going through the flip book of, uh, of notes and shit that the researcher, um, that Tetsuo had, the yeah. mask looked um, like stone or it looked like older, like bone yeah. or stone or something. Like a skull, you say? Yeah, so, like, I'm assuming what happened was that, like, they they placed, like, a metal plate over it or something, or, or they added shit to it to make it look more modern and stuff, because it, it didn't initially look like that. And I agree with what Juan says with, uh, I wish that they would, like, explain more of a lot of the things, but at yeah. the same time, I felt, uh, after watching... After watching the last episode, I was like, you know what? This is one of those anime where I like it a lot if I don't ask any questions. <laughs> like, I, I I like it a good amount if I don't ask any questions. And if I ask questions, well, then I'm just kind of left with no answers. So I'd rather <laughs> like this than, than dislike it. Yeah. Not, not necessarily dislike it, but like be I'll, left I'll, asking why. for some shows is that like, when they don't leave anything up to up to discussion, it it just doesn't, you know. Yeah. See, I like that too, but I like it where it gives you um context, no, not context. Yeah. No, like, I I know what you like. It gives you like more background and shit. Yeah, or it just leaves it like kind of like this is what happened, and it kind of ties with with the lore. Um, and then you God can had together. a bad day and he fell onto <laughs> Earth. And oh, that's yeah, why he like, wants to kill all humans. Because they His didn't explain Bender. why um, mm-hmm. 
Like, they didn't explain what the fuck the skull mask was, why there was a totem, why they could enthrall people and turn them into fucking monsters, and Aliens. why the skull hey, mask is, totally. like, so bent on... Like, because the skull mask was killing, like, the 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 monsters and shit. Like, it wanted to actively kill those people. So, like, was it created as a defense system? And then on top of that, why did it need the totem to make an immortal person? I'm assuming it needed that immortal body in order to do time stops and shit without killing itself. Hmm. Why even have that fascist uprising backstory if nothing's really gonna happen? Other yeah, they're than just to gonna, maybe tie they're just gonna get jobs to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it it really didn't need to be there, but you it know, I'm there. sure it had a reason. Yeah, I might not know it, but I mean, I'd have to. I'm sure there was some uh, other thing that I'm missing that had to do with Cyborg Zero Zero Nine that has to do with that military. But I mean, I haven't seen that show in fucking ages. Like since I was like a kid, and even then, I'm pretty sure I missed a bunch of shit as a kid. So, all right, would you recommend this? Um, yes. To <laughs> people right. who love mysteries, yes. Yeah, I would. I would recommend it. But for someone who's like, hey, I've watched anime for a while now. Is there like some new material that you can throw at me? And I'll be like, sure. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Just take it from there. Yeah, like I wouldn't show it to someone that's like where they predominantly watch shonen and shit or something Fuck like no. that. Fuck no. Or like I watch Slice of Life. I'd be like, well, then you won't like this. You won't um, like this Slice of Life. Yeah. Like I was, uh, when I went to Austin, I got to the point where I was gonna tell Mark, yeah, you should maybe watch this. Like it's, uh, I know you liked uh, more grounded anime, and then I remembered that in the first episode they showed like a demon dog and demon cat <laughs> with this power of skull man killing yeah. people and i was like wait uh i don't know if i don't know if you'll like this because <laughs> it's mostly grounded and then and then the story keeps no, happening i mean yeah it's mostly grounded but then there's shit that like just pops up and it's like oh there's a giant lizard monster getting its shit pushed in by a man dressed in a in a fucking a giant coat and he's got his little he's got his, yep. he's got a little mask He's got a little ascot creeper. and a mask, and he just fucking murders people. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. What? You're going to pick a number from one through, uh, uh, let me see this. One through 24. Mm. No, one through 26. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, 15. All right. And now I'll link you the list. Okay. And hopefully our lists are the same. And look at that. We're watching Gurren Lagann. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your list say? Gurren Lagann. clicked on them. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Let me let me go buy some uh, sunglasses. Shit, I already got them <laughs> for you. I got the flag and I got the little drill uh, necklace if you want it. Oh, boy. We're about to row, row, fight the power. Mm-hmm. Going to meme it up over here. Man, All right. this is probably going to be it's, the third time I watch this. Is it? Yeah. It'll okay. be the second time I watch it. I uh, Technically the third, but the first time I watched it, it wasn't that great of a time. Mm. Let's get Mondo to watch it so it can be like, roll, roll. No, I think Mondo hates it. But uh, I'll, Mondo I'll told me him. I hadn't watched it. Oh, I think. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell him. All right. 
I thought he hated it because I remember somewhere he's like, I, I don't like it. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, he says that about everything. Yeah, that's true. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Dude, he looks in the mirror and he's like, nah, it just doesn't look good. I'll see who I can get on to get to do this. I'm sure people want to do this. Let's get Chris. No, boy. <laughs> Chris fucking loves Gurren Lagan. Yeah, Chris loves tits and snipers. <laughs> he just loves tits in general. Let's be, okay, let's bring him on when we do high school DXD. Is that even? I, I, I'm going to add it on there. I'm going to add it on there. And if we roll on it, we're bringing Chris on board. Be like, no, Chris, I, so what did you think of the story? What? Yeah, it's like, what? Uh, my hand thought it was great. <laughs> my pants said they'd give it two dicks out of five. Who would you say is best girl, Chris? You're gonna have to line up all the different characters, <laughs> compare them by breast size and personality, which is the other breast size. Um, <laughs> Let me look at my little thingy here and tell you. Uh, the only all thing I shit. know about DXD is that redhead and uh, the the dragon god chick who's a lolly with flat chest, and she's got like expanded spatsies, patsies, whatever the fuck they're called on her nipples. It's the only thing I know about that oh, show. Pasties? Pasties, there you go. Yeah, I can't remember what the fuck they're called, but that was that thing. Yeah. Literally the only thing I know about that show. I don't know anything about that show except uh, apparently Chris likes it. Chris <laughs> likes there's it, tits, and there's tits. And there's a pasty lolly. Yep, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, that's all I seem to need for that show. But this has been episode 21 of Skull Man. If you want to reach us in any way, uh, you only have like three ways. So you should email us to mbtpodcast at gmail.com on the Facebooks where mbt, uh, facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast and on Twitter where at Magical Broadcast. Send your complaints and comments and recommendations and all that bullshit over there feel free to message us it's too lonely I I started going back and forth with the uh, Apple support telling them uh, how my day was and (laughs) they kept asking me so you told me that something was wrong with your your uh, stream and I said oh yeah I figured that out I just (laughs) I just wanted to know what was going on with you (laughs) And then the other person on the on the other side just starts crying, and he's like, "No one ever asked me that before." It was a she. Her name was Karen. Well, Karen yeah. started crying. Yeah, she said, "Do not reply." <laughs> Do not reply to this email. This is an automated. This is an automated. <laughs> that, that's all Karen replied with every time that I sent her a message. <laughs> I don't think I was talking to a real person, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any last words? Um, oh, um, I guess I'll just tell this story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So recently, recently, an incident occurred at work. Um, and the, the wait, did they did they find you terrible. out? They were not like terrible but it was still embarrassing so I, I work at this place that i will not disclose and so i'm in the back 
of the poultry variety. And I'm cleaning. And um, I didn't know, because uh, they didn't inform me, because I'm usually the last person they tell anything to. They didn't tell me that we were going to have a CEO, I mean a CEO, a, a corporate person, come into work and like do like a brief inspection on us or anything like that. Nobody told me at all. And usually they do because they need me to get shit done quick, but nobody told me shit. So I'm in the back cleaning and um, how I don't know where the, the, the back door opens up and stuff. And um, without like looking, I didn't, I was just, I was doing my own thing because I didn't think anybody was coming. So I was like, it's probably just a kitchen person coming through. So someone bursts through the door <laughs> and the first thing they say in a stern, not super loud but a pretty pretty you know good voice um he says hey, uh and, <laughs> what the fuck um, no and i was like said. I, yes and so <laughs> I, no. I i guess he said it jokingly and i acted without thinking with like no thought whatsoever <laughs> i didn't i didn't like there was no like no prior thoughts in this it was just an automatic yeah, response like, from me and i was sweeping and without even turning towards him i said under my breath but i guess loud enough for people to hear i said okay and <laughs> and he he immediately turned and he's like who said that and and i just stayed quiet and i was like oh shit and i i didn't say anything and i just kept sweeping and i was like oh no <laughs> and uh my co-worker who was back there was like oh that, that was michael michael said it right now and i was like oh no and so the man comes over and with he's the biggest in a, stiffy he's in, he's in a business suit and uh it's it's an asian man and uh um, is it yeah and i don't okay know this whole time name. i thought you're you were talking about like some no some just uh, like pasty white guy no and so I didn't like I, I I didn't know what to do at this point. I was a bit shooken because of just the entire situation playing out. And and the man walks up to me and he's like, "Oh, you know Japanese?" I was like, "Of course you do." I was like, "No, no, just a few words." And he's like, "Oh, so you watch anime?" I was oh, like, oh. he figured you out. Uh, I was like, "No." no. I didn't say uh, anything. I just kind of like nervously chuckled, and then he just like he just like he pats my shoulder and he shakes his head, and and then like that was more or less the exchange, the end of the exchange. That like it was just like a casual chat, real quick, and then he just like you know that was that. But I was like I felt like dying in that moment, and and like for the rest of the day I felt like killing myself. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but I did. And so I come to the work, and I'm clocking Wearing a in big in Japanese the, flag. I'm clocking in in the back, and I'm hoping to God nothing comes of it or whatever. Um, and sure enough, my coworker, who's like this, uh, he's this dude from I think he lives in Mexico. He just comes over and works and stuff because it's cheaper living over there. And yeah. he has an accent, and when he sees me. He just smiles and he's like, "Michael, you forgot to say Talaima when you entered," <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and yeah, and him and the other two dudes were just laughing because like all of them watch anime and shit, but I was just like, <laughs> terrible. 
It's fucking disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's worse that the guy told you that you forgot to say Tadaima so that everybody else knew what you what he was saying. Yeah, a lot of my coworkers watch anime. It's just I, I like to not say anything because I didn't feel like including myself in those conversations. But uh, yeah. now it's unavoidable. Now I can't be like, I don't know what an anime is. Cause, uh, <laughs> what, yeah. What's this Nehru toes you keep talking about? <laughs> I, I, I don't can't. like narrow toes. I like fat toes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, I, I can't. You, uh, you can't avoid the conversations now. I can't lie That's... anymore. I, I thought I learned my lesson after Geo and uh, telling people that I that I read comic books and that I uh, like watching these things, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and they try and have conversations with you that you don't want to have. See, I'm kind of grateful you... that I work at a technology company because that just runs rampant, so it's not out of place, and no one like questions you or or asks you for anything. Well, well it, I think the problem really with Mike asked, and I. <laughs> Is that we don't want to have these conversations with these particular people. Because they're the, the worst of the worst. Yeah. I wouldn't say the worst I of the mean, worst, of but they're I'll just not that great. With, like, some of them are fine. It's just a lot of them I don't want to talk to. Like, one of them is this dude, and I don't mean to offend, I call him the Sonic Autist. Um, <laughs> he, the reason I bring this up is because he, one day, he watches anime. One day, he was having a conversation with somebody. And he, like, turns to me, and he's like, Michael, you know who Sonic is, right? I was like, what? And he's like, "Uh, you know, Sonic characters, do you know any of them? I was like, no. (laughs) I I know Amy. I don't know know what you're talking about. (laughs) But he's just like, oh, well, there's this character named Dr. Eggman. Did you know he's a feminist? And I was like, that is such a poor way to, 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 like, segue into things like uh, how do you throw that into like casual conversation mm. did you know dr eggman is a fucking feminist that's pretty, that's pretty progressive <laughs> of sex See, yeah because where where you're at i used to be in a similar situation when i used to work at college um as a fry cook and a lot of my uh co-workers were in the anime club they... and so they're very cringy and i avoided it at, at all costs so when they talked about anime i either walked away or if they asked me i'd just act stupid and i don't like uh i like people that are into anime but i it's just that i happen to find like the worst kind of people like the only the only time that i've had a decent um meeting of new people is either at ushikan or like some people that i find at san japan yeah. They just like send off like the people that I don't want to talk with usually like have this uh part in my my disgusting uh nerdum, but they have this aura around them where you know you don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm fine but with discussing anime. I can discuss yeah. it with people casually. I can do it in a public place. But don't do it to the point where you bring attention to us and yeah. you're like fucking yelling or like shouting <laughs> random shit. In, putting in your shirt over game. your head, jumping on a yeah, counter, asking like, for Szechuan sauce. And there are people like that that I run into and I'm like, I don't want any part of you. <laughs> and so that's like the thing I try to avoid. And not everyone there is like that. Like very few, I think, would even get to that point. It's just I prefer talking to calmer people. Like I, I, I'm in general, I'm not good with like super high, high octane people, I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. 
I would say that I'm actually acquaintances with some of those people, but <laughs> uh, it's not that I hate them. It's just that, you know, I don't like calling attention to myself. Yeah, that's that's my deal. I don't like having the attention on me. I don't like people staring at me as as like someone around me is, you know, dancing around like a monkey. Yeah, and like I'm I don't like, care. I'm, I, I'm fine. Like I'm very rampant about my uh, liking of anime. Like I I wear all this I wear all this bullshit that calls attention to uh, you know anime like the but, the milk cat girl and yeah, the, this tie dye glitch shirt that I wear and you know all that shit that I wear. Like I don't, I I don't care that people know. That's not the problem. It's just that the the way that people act. Yeah, is like a I mean, shit. I just bought a phone case that has a picture of Shinobu and Doll on the back cover, so I'm fine with doing shit or wearing that. My I have a fucking keychain that has Shinobu on it. That's that's that. That's fine. But like, like I just don't like it when crazy shits going on and like people are just gonna be staring at me. Yeah, I'm a very. Uh, Reclusive person, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think any of us are too social, actually. <laughs> I think Juan might be the most social out of all of us. Because my job involves it. There Maybe. You go, dude. That, that's still, you know... Mama Lowe's. That's still a thing. But, um, yeah, so that was that was something that happened. Yeah, so that was Skull Man. That was Skull Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Uh, in uh, in your best um, manly man ways, tell everybody. Uh, I don't know. Goodbye. <laughs> what? It's not sayonara. It's see you later, or something like that. I don't know. I don't, that's, that sounds kind of. <laughs> no, no, just cr- give, give me something cringy, Mike. No. <laughs> no, come on. Be I've like, had enough like, of that this oh, week, Nene. Oh, tell everybody, oya suminasai, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Tell everybody it's Sayo bye bye. Bye. That's not Sayo bye bye. Sayo bye bye. Great big boy. Let's hope they watch this.